Hi everybody, this is John Forrester with Out of Character, and today we are going to be starting something all new. We are going to be playing Mutants and Masterminds 3rd uh, Edition, and uh, this will be set in the all new, all different Marvel Universe, which has not actually premiered yet. We were going to wait to start this for when the comics came out and I had time to read through everything, but I figure screw it, it's all new and all different, so we'll start off and do what we want with it. Uh, this is going to be a unique Marvel Universe where our players will set the tone for everything that's happening, so it may not line up perfectly with what's going on in the universe right now. For today, this will be the first of the introductions where we will introduce the cast of characters, and I have with me our first hero. I am Sebastian Hess, and I'm playing the character who I was told uh, in the new Marvel universe has, we don't know yet what's going on with him. We don't, know. I haven't, I, I've checked all the uh, promotional art, I have yet to hear or see anything relating to this character. So, that being said, I am playing Moon Knight, a.k.a. Mark Spector. There you go. And uh, do you want to give them any in background like for people who aren't familiar with Moon Knight? I'll say the way that I think of him, but then I'll also tell you why he's not. The way I think of him, he is how some people might explain him. Marvel's Batman. Okay. The problem with that being, as you'll find out when you look into him, is that... The background's kind of similar, not so much though. He doesn't have um, the tragedy thing. I think his no. parents died, or and the other thing to that is, while Batman may say he has that rule of no killing, Moon Knight does not have that. He is more brutal and definitely gonna do more shit to the bad guys than Batman. Would. So he's somewhere between the Punisher and Batman. Yeah, I guess you'd say that. Okay. Um, and uh, his real name is Mark Spector. He used to be like a marine, and he fell in with like the god of vengeance. And, and, and after that, he became like a mercenary. He accrued all this money. When he came back to the states, he became. I, he went. I believe he moved to New York. Yeah. And then he set up there, became one of a business, and became Moon Knight, yeah. this person for justice and crime and whatnot. And then at some point, he just retired. He could. He didn't want to deal with it. He, he wanted a normal life. Yeah, but now the point that I'm saying now for the background here is this is one of the points when he came back out of retirement, I'm going to say, because Kanchu called him to action. Okay. And he's like, I, he can't deal with having Moon Knight locked inside him anymore, which brings to the point of he has multiple personality syndrome, mm -hmm. So, and Moon Knight's one of them. So he has um, he has multiple personalities, and Moon Knight is a distinct personality. There's also the Mark Spector personality. Yes, who's the guy who like runs the business, has a day job, and like you know pays the, the bills. Yeah, there will be more of these, by the way. It's not just going to be Moon Knight. There'll be other heroes joining. If you're interested in seeing who those heroes will be, keep listening to the podcast, and there'll be more of them in the coming months. For you for today, we so you're you've been active as Moon Knight for a couple of months again yes. after you've been reawakened. You have been tracking down a group of smugglers who are specializing in smuggling magical artifacts. Now these are not highly dangerous magical artifacts. They're not smuggling like mindless ones or you know the amulet of the Eye of Agamotto or anything like that. It's mostly junk. It's kind of like you know. Uh, Cloaks that are supposed to make you intangible, but they only let you move through gold, or uh, a magic ring that once you change your eye color, or cheap amulets that are supposed to like make you bulletproof, and they do, but they're designed they they only stop like one bullet. <laughs> so you have a ring, it might make you like slightly more attractive. 
You have the ring of plus one charisma that makes you slightly more attractive, yes. Uh, that's one of the high-end items. But you've been tracking these guys. They're, they're basically like almost like drug peddlers. Okay. Um, people are losing fortunes on these magical items. And you really don't want any kind of magic stuff floating around out there. Yeah. Doctor Strange is indisposed, so a lot of the magic crime and things that he used to handle are kind of slipping through the cracks a little bit. Mm -hmm. So you've taken this up. They've come to your portion of New York. Yeah. For whatever reason, they thought, you know, Moon Knight had retired. They thought this would be a good place to center it. They hadn't quite heard that I was back in action. Yeah, they hadn't heard. Um, So you through your various contacts and your detective work, have tracked them to a warehouse in the center of your territory. You arrive, it is, you know, it's not night. Okay. You are out during the day. Okay. Unusual for moon night, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you got to move on this because you're worried that they're going to relocate because every time you found their warehouse, you found their headquarters three other times, yeah. and they always relocate by the time you get there. So they're staying mm-hmm. one step ahead of you, which is weird. Because you move on these things very quickly, so it's unusual for them to be able to get out of there that fast. Yeah. Uh, you don't know who's in charge of this thing, and you're not sure what you're going to find in this place. Just not sure of the specifics. We found the location. I found the location and moved on it and trying to make it stop. I've not been able to figure out the specifics yet. Right, exactly. So uh, you find it's, it looks like, a, like an old shuttered up kind of warehouse situation. Uh, windows are boarded up, lots of graffiti on the outside of the building. There's not much foot traffic around it. Uh, there's like one rusted out car that has like one flat tire. You don't see any obvious sign of entry, like all the doors, you do a quick circumference of the building. They're all chained and locked up, so you're not sure how to get in. There is a skylight, so you could maybe check that out. What would you like to do? I would like to try and get to the top of the building and see if I can see what's going on through the skylight. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say give me an athletics check. Let's see how, how skilled you are at climbing here. Okay, 19. So, yeah. Um, you easily scale the side of this building. There's a, it's, uh, it's a very old building, so there's actually brickwork, and you can find easy hand grips to make your way up the top. Um, the skylight is filthy, and uh, it's intact. You know, you have to wipe yeah. your nice, pristine, wake arm. Looking down inside, you see a darkened interior... There are those, uh, like, there's, like, construction lamps, like, they use for night work, the big, you know, heavy light lamps that are, yeah. like, on stands, positioned in each corner of this room. It's not a huge warehouse, it's, but it's, you know, it's dark outside of the immediate area of these lights. Yeah. You notice one of them's been knocked over on its side, and there are boxes just littering the floor. Like, this thing is just, like, the center of this place is just crammed with this narrow paths between these huge boxes of crates. It looks like they've got like tons and tons of stuff in here. You do see a few people, mm-hmm. but they're all wrapped up in some binding. They've mm-hmm. all been tied up. Uh, some of them are like laying on the floor, their arms and hands just completely bound up. One or two are hanging from the ceiling, also tied up in some strange way. If someone's been here before I got here. Possibly. I thought it was a weird party. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you want to do? Is this kind of like able to open? Is it like one of the, the panel, like the window panel that's kind of like goes up? Or is it just this completely sealed window? It's an older one, so there is a, a latch to open it. You can do that if you want to. And also, looking through the window, is there like a kind of like the bars going across the top? Is like all the dark, like kind of like a 
Like rafters, basically. There are some rafters. Now, because there's these boxes stacked up, you can you could open the skylight and just drop down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd have to make some kind of a check in order to avoid making a lot of noise or any, taking any damage as you fall. Okay. But you could try and, like, jump to a rafter and, like, lower yourself down as well. Okay. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try and open the window. Okay. And I'm going to try and get to one of those rafters where I can say up and it's kind of in the dark. Okay. And so you'd be sneaky here. It's not locked. Okay. You easily open it. I'm going to say do an acrobatics check again. We're just going to okay. do an acrobatics check this time instead of athletics. So you're rolling really well today. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like me. Total of like some 20, 22. 24. Jeez. Okay. Uh, so you jump, cling onto this rafter, and easier, and you know, cling onto it, climb up on top. You're able to get a much greater advantage. So the binding looks like like spider webs. Okay. Like you you count do a quick count. And it looks like there's like between like twelve or fifteen guys in here. They're all either unconscious and wrapped up, or completely wrapped up and like. <laughs> Like rolling, trying to escape with not getting anywhere. Uh, there's one box that's been knocked over near one of these guys, and you see there's all these like creepy idols and like voodoo dolls and stuff. Okay, so out of game, I know who this is. Maybe, but does Moon Knight? Does Moon? Does Moon Knight tell the mo here like webs? I don't know. Does he? No, we go for it. Do you want to tell them? Actually, you know what? Uh, let's do... You have expertise in Streetwise. Yeah. Let's see if you're Streetwise. Oh, no. That you have no one. idea who this did, who did this. this is a new, no idea. No, weird, no clue. Do I see anyone that's not bound? No. Am I close to any boxes I could easily... Like, oh, yeah, there's boxes everywhere. You can easily... So I want to ease myself down mm-hmm. continue to stay quiet. Okay. And I'll just check out the area, try and get a grasp of like what stuff, like what kind of stuff they do have here. Okay. So are you opening the boxes, or are you just kind of doing a a surveillance? Kind of a surveillance. I might, but I want to open one box. Okay. So mostly surveillance, but I'm gonna move down, get a glance at the area, Mm -hmm. and then try and open one to see what kind of stuff is it. So. Give me a perception check and a stealth check. Let's see how sneaky you're being and how perceptive you are. Perception. Pretty good. 16. And stealth. Okay. So you're very sneaky. You're gliding through this place like a wraith. You find one of the boxes that looks like if someone was in the process of opening it and it has a crowbar already jammed under the lid, so it's mm-hmm. easy to pry that thing open. Yeah. As someone did the hard work so you don't have that horrible, like, wood split eater. Yeah. Like, open it, set the lid aside gently, mm-hmm. don't make any noise. Uh, looking inside, you see lots of like again. It looks like uh, it looks like you went to like uh, like Chinatown, yeah. a junk shop in Chinatown. There's just like amulets and little uh, idols, you know, like crystal balls, rings, all kinds of weird stuff. You're not sure what any of it actually would do. Mm-hmm. Presumably, it all has some minor magical effect, but like nothing obvious. So, to my no- does nothing change with that, but it's still the same. It's like, everyone's bound with no To your knowledge, no. No one's come or gone or anything like that. Alright, so at this point, I'm like, super suspicious, because all these people have already been bound up and whatnot. There's supposed to be something going on here, but it's, they've all been tied up and bound. Nothing's going on. So, 
I'm gonna go up to one of the guys with a bounty, mm-hmm. and they're all like just stuff over there. They've got now. like webs over their mouths and around their bodies. I want to try and go up to one of them, see if I can get the stuff off, and okay. try and question it. Okay. When you approach one of them, uh, you see that he has a, a note, like, stuck into the webbing on his chest. I want to read the note. Okay. You take the note off, open it. It's like a, a heavy, like, Bristol paper, uh-huh. and uh, inside you said, a gift from your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And there's a little spider face, <laughs> like, drawn on it, and it says, meet me tonight at Rico's on 6th. Okay, that's interesting. I will pocket the note. I guess that's all I can do here. There's nothing else I can do to wrap this up. Um, you could try to, you know, you could continue with trying to ask these guys what's going on or if you have any questions for yeah, them, or you can just head out. I'm going to stay with the guy who I got the note off of. Okay. Again, try and take the stuff off his okay. mouth so I can question him. That's going to be a strength check. Okay. A straight strength. Ooh. You pull up this webbing, and it just doesn't... It's like not coming at all. It's thick, like it doesn't even kind of give a little bit, and you're kind of it's sticky. Being stubborn, I'm gonna just try one more time. All right, go I want to see if I can go just all of it. You tug a little bit, you get a good grip. You tear, you 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 rip with the webbing with all your strength and leverage. And you don't manage to break it or rip it free. You tear this dude's mustache and beard completely, just like huge <laughs> chunks of it. You kind of drag it just a little bit away from it. Oh my god! Why would you do that, dude? What the... Why? I need answers. Who the hell are you, man? I am Moon Knight. Now, who leads you? And what are you up to? Dude, I just work in a warehouse. I don't know anything. Do you know anything about this Spider-Man character that I found out about? <laughs> you know who Spider-Man is. Okay. <laughs> pro- I'm going to say that that was just like, you've been out of action for a while, and uh, it's just like, there's, a lot, there's of, a lot of guys. There's who a lot of spider people now. There's a lot of spider people. There's Spider-Girl, Spider-Woman, mm-hmm. Venom, running around. Anyone yeah, can get a bunch of creeps webbed up in a warehouse. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, he's like Spider-Man. He wears red and blue, jumps <laughs> around, shoots webs. He's an asshole. A lot like you. <laughs> Only he dresses better. Knock him one in the face. Uh, give me an intimidation check. Okay. 18. You knock one of his teeth out. Then he goes like <laughs> rattling to the floor. He's like, ow! Alright, man! Sorry! Jesus! To be sake of personal. So you're actually... So you know absolutely nothing about who joined this operation. I don't know, man. I just work in a warehouse. They give me 50 bucks to watch the place. Well, then you're no use with me. I don't know if the stuff is sticky still, but I'm going to just put it right back there. <laughs> and I'm going to head out. Okay. Same way I came in. Up through the rafters and out the window and close it. Alright. You easily make your way out of the warehouse. You know that Rico's is a, uh, a pizza place that's friendly to superheroes? Okay. The guy got saved a few years back during a robbery, and ever since, he surreptitiously forgets to, you know, take a few pizzas off of the windowsill. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to drop by and get a slice of pizza and chill out on the roof, <laughs> he's not going to call the cops on you. He's not going to, like, give you a hard time about it. So don't they send us to meet him at Rico's and say meet him on the roof, or... I said meet him at Rico's. Okay. So, 
And it was at night. It was so, night, so 6 p.m. Uh, planning for this uh, meetup, I want to go as Mr. Knight. Okay. In my suit. So you just, you, you're dressed as Mr. Knight, so you have the nice white suit. Yeah. Uh, like the full face mask with a little moon on it. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Knight being one of the, his other personalities. Okay. So this is the Mr. Knight, the investigative, the detective guy, not Moon Knight. Yes. Punches people in the mouth. This is, this is not a punch people in the mouth moon. This is a, someone wants to meet up. Talk about this. Okay. Mr. Knight wants to go and do this. Okay. Uh, is there anything that you want to do aside from changing to Mr. Knight? Are you are you on foot? Or are you in your car? Or are you? I'm rolling up in my car. Okay. Anything else besides get, changing costume, getting in your your car? Nothing else, because nothing else new was uh, in, introduced to me besides. Okay. Oh, meet Spider-Man. Okay. So you pull up in your car, easy parking. Uh, you don't even have to parallel. Rico's is not a hop-in joint. Okay. Want to make that? Yep. <laughs> is your car white? Yes. Does it have like a little moon on like, you know, the little, uh, they usually have like the cougar or the, the dog or whatever. So there's a little like moon. <laughs> there's a little moon hoodle in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, you go in, when you walk inside, the, there's one of those old tiny bells over the door. Like, ding, ding, ding. Okay. You hear a guy yelling from the back like, I'll be with you in a minute. Okay. I make sure my tie's all nice and like the thing they do when they adjust their tie. Like, just okay. like push it up so it's like, are you pulling it down? Like I'm ready for fun. Or your business it's tie. Just a, it's a, the up. You straighten your tie. Straighten my tie. Yeah. Okay. This is. Okay. Are you taking a seat or are you just moving inside and keeping an eye? I'm moving inside and keeping an eye. Okay. Give me a perception check. You hear the window open, okay. back in the corner near one of the booths, okay. and mm-hmm. you see someone slip in very stealthily. <laughs> it's a man in a full-length red and blue spandex suit. Uh, huge green. white eyes. <laughs> Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool suit's not blue. Red and black. And he wouldn't slip in the window. He would have shot the window out. <laughs> he slip, So he, he slips in and he gives you a wave. Alright, I wave and walk over. Did you find my package? Yes, I... It seemed like we were having a lot of trouble finding those guys, so I figured I'd help out. I appreciate the help, but... Did you find out anything about the operation before just... Bagging the place, essentially? Well, you know, uh, I took their leader to the police. He didn't seem happy about it, but... Was the leader anyone special, or just your usual... You ever hear, you ever hear of Devil Slayer? Uh, give me an intelligence check, or a streetwise check. Not check it this time. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Devil Slayer is a small-time magic hero slash villain. He used to be in the Air Force. Okay. Basically, he found a magic cloak and a mat, and he's you know been like trying to build a name for himself unsuccessfully. Okay. He's trying to become like the kingpin of magic, <laughs> but he's you know most people aren't going in with him, and the, the the larger, more powerful entities just he's not making enough money to even bother with. Okay. Well, yes, I have heard of Devil's Slayer. Well, if you want to talk to him, you know, he's in booking, so... Alright, well, I appreciate the help with that. But, uh, I was about to take care of it, but, yeah, again, thanks for the help. Well, you know, it's always nice to help out, and it seemed like I needed to meet with you anyway, and I thought <laughs> it might be a good time, a good way to introduce myself. If you had just come to me beforehand, we could have planned it out. That way I wouldn't have showed up there for no reason. 
at this point, uh, a pot-bellied man with snowy white hair comes out from the back. He's got a huge loaf of garlic bread on a hot pan that he's like holding with no oven mitts, and he's just swearing, <laughs> and he just drops with it. Son of a bitch! And he looks up for both of you, and he sees you guys. He's like, well, are you going to sit down, or are you going to wait for chairs to grow out of your asses? <laughs> well, I guess you're taking a seat, man. Spider-Man slips into a booth. He's like messing with all the <laughs> oreganos. I sit down across from him. The man brings over some of those. You know those frosted glasses again, like Pizza Hut. Yeah. He brings you two sodas <laughs> and uh, like these chipped plates with like one slice of pizza on each of them, just plain cheese. <laughs> Hurry up and eat that and get out of here. I got regular customers. I don't need them to see you guys. They're supposed to be on the roof. <laughs> Love you too, Rico. Spider-Man pulls up his mask like halfway so you can just see his mouth. Yeah. And he picks up the pizza and starts eating it. Mmm. No asbestos. <laughs> are you eating or are you like, no, I don't want any part of this? I'll just quickly put the mask all over some as well. Okay. And put the mask right back down. So you take like one bite and put some I'm trying to say very, very uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm very careful about it. Okay. So I've heard good things about you since you came out of retirement. Yeah, I've tried to change my approach from before. I was a lot more aggressive before. Still doing the solo thing though, right? I feel sometimes it's better to go alone. I think that I used to think that way too. I remember back when I started out, I, you know, I was alone for a long time. I didn't really. Other than the team-up thing. <laughs> but, I mean, there's only so many times you can team up with a human torch before you want to spend the rest of your career solo. <laughs> I have a few friends in the police force, and they've been telling me that you've been helping them, and I wanted to make you an offer. What would that offer be? Well, you, I'm looking to put together an Avengers team. You and a few others. Sounds interesting. I think that it would be a good thing for you because, you know... They used to publish those. You know, you've heard of the Daily Bugle, I'm sure. You've seen yes. the editorials. I live in New York, thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, not everyone reads the Bugle. Some people only use it to land their bird cages. I have contacts who make sure I'm on top with what's going on. So they most likely have read it. Even if I have not directly, they've told me the goings on. Well, look, a lot of the things they used to say about me are said about you. I'm not... Normally, I wouldn't be offering this. A few years ago, I wouldn't be offering you this chance, but I think if you're looking to turn your life around, being an Avenger might be a good way to get started. I can definitely look into it, and I'll shout it out, fill the situation out, and... He takes another bite of his pizza. Does that look like spit to you? He, like, quickly stuffs the rest of his pizza in his <laughs> mouth, <laughs> folds it over... <laughs> You know the subway station on 16th Street? I'm from over there, yeah. Meet me there in a few nights. Okay. You can meet the rest of the team. I'll try to make sure I'm there. He offers you his hand. <laughs> Welcome day. to the Avengers. Now shake his hand. So, uh, is there anything you can tell me now about the rest of the team? Not right now. I need to talk to a few people I have in mind. All right, well, hopefully this works out. Remind me to buy you a source before the team, <laughs> before the first team meeting. Note taken.
He starts to get up and open one of the window, open go back, goes back out through the same window he came in, just wet line, and just shoots out of there like a cork out of a champagne bottle. <laughs> Rico just shakes his head. He's like, "Why can't you guys just use the door? <laughs> just use the. It's right there. Just use it." That being said, I will ask Rico, mm-hmm. "Do you have a box so I can take this to go?" Is that another thing? He reaches under the counter and pulls out. Like little white cardboard box, and he's like, "Look, fold it yourself. I can't be bought. I got, I got dishes to wash." I fold it, put my slice in, <laughs> and I go out the front door. <laughs> and that we go. <laughs> that's gonna be Moon Knight's introduction. Uh, we'll be doing a couple other of these to introduce the cast, and mm-hmm. you know, give you guys something to do keep listening to the podcast and you know you'll get to see the other characters come into things um also next week it's going to be horde of the dragon queen part four so if you've been listening to that that's coming uh we're also going to be doing lost city which is a D module that we've repurposed for fifth edition so yeah we've got a lot of actual play stuff coming uh keep listening to the podcast if you want to hear more stuff about what's coming up look up look us up on twitter we've got the blog the youtube channel uh <laughs> All good things. But thanks for listening, guys, and we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Moon night. Moon night. Moon night. Moon night.